0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina and I am bringing you today's word for April 5th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Road to the Resurrection because we're just a couple of Sunday mornings away from Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday morning. So uh, let's continue to flow in this vein. The title of today's message is God is still God. No matter what's going on in your life, God is God is still God. Even while Jesus was on the cross, God had not turned his back on Jesus. And no matter what you're facing this morning, God has not turned his back on you. God is still God. No matter how much pressure is on you, God is still God. He's still on the throne. He still sits on the circle of the earth. He still has all power. We'll deal with that today. Our scripture is Luke 23 verse 46. I'm going to read it to you from the King James Version. The Bible says, and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. (laughs) So so today is Friday and and two Fridays from now is going to be the day that we call Good Friday. And then the Sunday after that will be the day that we call Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday morning. Now, we celebrate the resurrection But there could be, in the case of Jesus, no resurrection without a crucifixion. So we still have to think about the crucifixion. We still have to talk about the death of Jesus and how the fact, at least today, we're dealing with the fact that God was still God through it all. So Jesus made several statements uh, from the cross. He actually made seven. And next week, I'll deal with some of those statements. Uh, But for today, we were looking at the last one. And as Jesus was making some of these statements... The Bible actually says that Jesus made these statements um, to fulfill prophecy so that it would be fulfilled what, you know, someone else said like hundreds or thousands of years earlier. Um, so, so people said something about Jesus and on the cross, even while he was dying, he was still fulfilling prophecy. This just reminds us that Jesus's death was pre-planned, that it was intentional and that it was completely purposeful. Why? Because our God is a sovereign God. He knows all things. He calls the end from the beginning. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing occurs to God? It's not like God ever gets an epiphany. <laughs> the light never comes on for him. He knows all things. When Jesus went to the cross, Jesus went to the cross on purpose. Even while Jesus was dying, our God was still reigning because God is still God. And I'm here to encourage you on this Friday morning that God is still God in your life. But before we get to the text, or let me say it like this, by the time we get to this text that we looked at today, the the last saying, Jesus had made other statements as well. And I like how God is so much a God of order that even in the, in the seven last sayings of Jesus on the cross, we can see the hand of God and the order of God in operation. So when, when God created the earth on the sixth day, he finished on the sixth day, he created all things in the first five days on, on the sixth day, he created man, you and I to be in charge of all the stuff that he created. And so he finished his creation work in six days and on the seventh day, he rested. So even while Jesus is on the cross, you would think that there's other things that God is focused on while Jesus is going through all of this pain, but Jesus is hanging there on the cross, balancing, shifting the weight of his body in excruciating pain from his upper body to his lower body, and lower body to upper body, going through all of that. Even while he's there, He is still fulfilling prophecy, and the hand of God and the purpose of God is still being seen in operation. On the sixth statement that Jesus made from the cross, he said, it is finished, like the sixth day, and then on the seventh statement, like the seventh day, Jesus said, Father, into thy hands, I commend my spirit. He gave up the ghost and he entered into God's rest. And so you still see the hand of God. This is just reminding you that even through all the pain, God is still God. Even through all the challenges, God is still on the throne. He still has a plan and his plans and purposes are being worked out even through painful situations. So what does this mean to you today, this Friday morning. I have two things to share with you on this morning. I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying to you specifically. So rid yourself of all distractions, focus in. Here we go. Number one, no one took Jesus's life. Let's let's make sure we get that straight because I remember when the, the movie, The Passion of the Christ came out and there were all of these folks that were upset with the Jews for killing Jesus and they killed, this is ridiculous. No one took Jesus's life. Jesus gave up his life. Uh, No one had the power to kill Jesus. Jesus willingly gave up his life for you and I. I mean, if Jesus didn't want to die, then nobody could kill him. (laughs) Until the very end, till the final cry, Jesus had the power to destroy everyone who was there, to destroy all the power of the enemy. But he restrained himself and he endured this horrible death because he was doing it on purpose. He did it for me and he did it for you. See, Jesus faced death on the cross And through the entire process, he was focusing on the purpose of the father, his divine assignment. And throughout the entire process, watch this, God was still God. Throughout the entire process, God was still on the throne. He still had all power. And so I want you to remember that right now, if you're facing a challenge or the next time you face a challenge, that God is still God. This doesn't change. You get a letter in the mail. Oh my God, what am I going to do? That letter doesn't change the fact that God is still God. You get an email, you get a phone call, you get a text. Oh my God, what are we going to do, babe? Oh, what are we going to do? That doesn't change the fact that God is still God. Nothing changed as it relates to God. God is still God. He still has his hand on your life. He still has plans for you from the uh, plans that he created from the foundations of the world. This did not catch God off guard, right? So it's not a surprise to him. So no matter what, although it was a surprise to you, it's not a surprise to him. He's still God. So you should end enter into God's rest concerning it. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do now? Listen, in this world, Jesus never promised it was going to be easy. He actually said that in this world, you will face tribulation and challenges. He said, but be of good courage because I've already overcome the world. The fact that we face tribulation, the fact that we face opposition doesn't lessen the power of God in any way. It should actually just motivate you to tap into the power of God by your faith. So the power of God is made available to you, available to me, available to all of us by God's grace, unmerited, undeserved. And then we have to release our faith to tap into that power. We have to release our faith to just like salvation is, is made available to everyone, but we didn't get salvation until we received salvation by faith. Healing is made available to everyone, but we don't get we don't get to take the healing and partake in, 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 in the healing until we take it by faith. Well, guess what? the strength to to endure, to overcome whatever you're facing. That power is made available to you. To everyone that's born again. But we have to take that power by faith. It is our faith that taps into God's grace so that we can overcome because Jesus already overcame. So he already overcame. He already got the victory. We are not, we're not striving to obtain victory. We are just living our lives to maintain the victory that he already obtained for us. And so by faith, we accept the victory. By faith, we have the victory. By faith, victory is not our destination, victory is our starting point. We are praying from a position of victory, not striving to get get the victory because God is still God and he's still on the throne. Number two, this is a good point. The second one, this, I only have two points this morning. The devil lost the day Jesus gave up the ghost. Glory to God. This foolish devil thought that he was winning. He thought that he was destroying Jesus by taking him to the cross, but he was actually helping Jesus and ushering Jesus into his destiny and also sealing his own fate at the same time. When the first drop of blood, while Jesus was up there on the cross, Satan and all his hellish imps were celebrating. They were having a party. They thought they won. But when the first drop of blood hit the ground, it sealed their fate. The Bible explains that if now, looking back, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible explains that had the princes of this world known what they were doing, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. They thought they were winning, but they were actually losing because they were getting themselves into something that, <laughs> that turned on them. And this is the same thing that happens with you. The more Satan attacks you, the stronger you get. If Satan knew any better, he would just leave you alone. See, see, the hand of God is on your life. And no matter what you're facing, God is still God. And so no matter what attacks come your way, what the devil means for evil, God can turn it around for your good. Jesus went down into hell during those three nights and three days. He took the keys uh, uh, back. And so he took uh, a sting out of death. He robbed the grave of its victory. He took the power uh, uh, from hell. And when he ascended, In the resurrection, now he ascended and he told his disciples, I have all power in my hand, all power in heaven and earth and under the earth has been given unto me now. And so now we operate in that very same power. Don't think that Satan didn't have power. He did have power, but Jesus took that power and now is made available to us once we are born again. So no matter what you're facing this morning, as I close, look at me, you have to remember that God is still God, that he's still on the throne that he still has all power, that he still loves you unconditionally. That hasn't changed. And knowing that you can embrace the power to overcome because Jesus already overcame. Jesus overcame the cross and you will overcome whatever you're facing right now. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you this morning and every morning. I will never cease to give you praise. For what Jesus did for me. Jesus willingly endured. The pain of the cross. For me. Jesus took my place on Calvary. I now take his place in the earth. Jesus never stopped. And I never will either. No matter what I face. I know that you're still God. And that you still have a purpose. So I become the Jesus. People can see. Hear and touch in the earth. I pray for the sick. I encourage the discouraged. I build up the downtrodden and I bind the powers of darkness. I honor Jesus's sacrifice today and every day by becoming a conduit of his light and his love in the earth. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. Nothing can stop me because nothing can stop you. I will never allow a challenge, obstacle, or roadblock to cause me to quit. Jesus kept going until the very end. He only died when he was done, and I live my life the same way. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I love you and God loves you. Listen, no matter what you're facing this Friday morning, God is still God. Embrace that reality. Look up and not down. Look forward and not backward. The best is yet to come. God bless you.